If you smell gas or need to report a gas emergency, press... Well, 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 I'm back. Am I really back? I don't know if I'm back. Who am I? What is this? What's back? What's even back anymore? I'm Robert Wagner. This is the world-famous Portland Sucks podcast, erratically recorded for your listening pleasure every once in a while in sweltering Portland, Oregon. How you doing? Are you enduring? Are you okay? Are you surviving the heat wave? It sucks. I'm actually recording this on what is Tuesday, June the 29th in the year 2021, when uh, the bulk of the uh, the weather is behind us. Thank fucking Christ. Yeah, I, th- there was a few points yesterday where I didn't think I was going to make it. I didn't know I wasn't going to make it. I just would have these occasional sort of lapses in my... Uh, in my my brain, I guess it, it was very strange. At one point, I, uh, I I kind of woke up. I didn't even know I was napping. I was sitting on my easy chair, as old folks are wont to do. I was sitting on my easy chair, and I woke up and hadn't even realized that I had fallen asleep. And I was I was in a panic because I didn't know where I was or who I was or what day it was. I just knew that I was severely uncomfortable, and I had had a dream that I was standing out in the rain. And it was fascinating because I was just drenched in my own sweat. You know, you just, you get all sticky. My, my easy chair is made of leather and it's hard to get up out of when you're, 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 you've melted to it. You've become one merged with your own furniture because of the disgusting and foul air that global warming has brought upon our planet and more specifically our state and city. But... We survive. That's what we do in Portland, man. We survive. We thrive. I know I do. I'm going to take a drink of water right now because I'm all about staying hydrated. I hope you're staying hydrated too. Got this great, great brand new water bottle to stay hydrated with in preparation for the heat. But it seems like the worst is over. And I hope that you and yours are okay. Me and mine, we're okay. We're okay. But yeah, I haven't, uh, haven't had a chance to do a podcast lately, and I've had a couple people ask me about it. Nobody really gives a shit anymore, right? I mean, I don't do this in any sort of schedule, and what is a schedule anymore? Schedules are for advertisers and advertising-driven content, which this is not. There's n- Nobody pays me for this. There's no ads during it. I could throw some in just for shits and giggles. I've thought about doing that. I'm, I'm really fond of the, um, if you're a local Portland resident... And you've been stuck in a car that doesn't have, at the very bare minimum, at least like CD capability, compact disc. Remember those? Most people don't. But, you know, you don't have the Bluetooth. You don't have any sort of, uh, what do they call it? Apple calls it CarPlay. CarPlay. That <laughs> just sounds weird. CarPlay. Like like I'm going to get in this thing and, and, and fool around, you know? <laughs> fucking squirt some people, blow some bubbles, fucking break out my G.I. Joes, build some Lego fucking car play dude no that's that's apple's thing for like if you want to connect your phone to it or some such fucking thing i don't know but if you don't have that you listen to the radio 
And on the radio is this fascinating commercial that's been running in this in this town for, God, decades from video only. If you don't shop at fucking video only, dude, you'll be sorry. And there's this fucking weird Karen bitch that they always get on there. I actually want to meet this woman. I'd love to meet this woman. They've been they've been having this woman record a new spot every week for like fuck 20 years, I think. And this idiot can't get it through her fucking head that if she needs a new TV once a week, you should shop at video only. Because if you don't, you'll be sorry. See, I should get fucking paid for that, don't you think? But that's that's the downside. If you sell your soul to advertisers, you end up having to do these things on a regular basis because they have expectations. What do you, What is your listenership? What are your demographics? What kind of data can we glean from these poor bastards that have to suffer through 30 or 40 minutes of your crap? Did you hear that? That was my Slack notification. Fucking Slack notification. I hate Slack. Fuck Slack. Fuck Slack and fuck the people who make Slack. I'm a slave to Slack. Do you use Slack? I use Slack. I use Slack all the time, reluctantly. But anyway, where was I? Schedules. Schedules are stupid. And, and I thought about this. I've been thinking a lot about a lot of things because it's, it's very difficult, not for me to find the time to do this, but more to have the motivation, you know, because I, I'm conflicted. I'm at a crossroads, a crossroads, a, a fork in the road, if you will, where, you know, if you found this podcast through normal means, which means to say, you know, you, you went through your particular phone provider's default shitty podcast app. Because that's what they are. They're default shitty podcast apps. Even the Apple podcast app, which used to be really the only game in town back in the day, man. That thing's a piece of shit now. Like, we've enhanced it and improved it. And, and now you can charge people a subscription rate. And, and we'll, we'll take 30%. And you can have the rest for all your hard work. And fuck you. I'm not going to charge anybody for this crap. Why would you pay me? Why would I need to get paid? I, I do this as like my own form of self-therapy. But... And you would think, you know, hey, don't you need therapy more frequently? And I do. I do. But taking a step back, if you go back and really think about how you would find this podcast, and, you know, maybe you found it because I tweeted about it, maybe you found it because a friend recommended it, maybe you found it because you just hate yourself and want to listen to a moron babble here and there for 30 minutes at a stretch, in which case I feel sorry for you, but thanks for listening anyway, you searched comedy. You searched comedy. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I've been thinking about the categorization of this show and the frequency of the show. This show's schedule. It's, you know, it's, it's very existence because I do enjoy doing it. I, I enjoy doing it for myself. Not to sound selfish, but I am. I enjoy doing it for myself because it lets me kind of get things out that are occupying space in my brain. And it's, it's almost like, like a diary, like Marsha Brady would have. And, you know, Jan and Cindy would find it and they would find out about how, you know, well, she touched Greg's wee wee and, you know, but it was okay because they're not really related. It's kind of like that, you know, it's my own little documentation of life. Not really my life, but a little bit of my life and a little bit of everybody's life and, and life here in the, the great city of Portland, Oregon, in which I live. And maybe you do, too. And there really isn't like sort of a, an audio journal category of podcasts. You know, if there is, I'm not aware of it. And I think there probably isn't because nobody would really listen to it. So if you have like a free form kind of a thing that's not scripted like this. You really don't have a choice but to crack the occasional stupid joke and put it in comedy. 
That's that's really all there is. Mine now, this the show you're listening to, is now, oddly enough, they took it out of comedy. Well, they didn't take it out of comedy. It's still in comedy. But comedy is now an umbrella. And under that umbrella of comedy, there's now this section called improv. And I thought, fuck, wow, like, like an evening at the improv. Like, this is an improv podcast, which I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I only discovered this somewhat recently. I may have discussed it on the show, but... As I'm going through life and I'm getting older and I'm watching the entire fucking world collapse, or at least the world as we know it, I question whether or not comedy, the improv part, sure. I question whether or not anything is even funny anymore. You know, I I really do. It feels to me like I don't really do this to make myself laugh. And if I do... It's in the most morbid, almost kind of um, tear-inducing way or, or like really frustrating way. Like I, I was thinking about my schedule the other day and I had this, this, this sort of passing thought through my head, you know, that how do I convey the, the, the schedule without saying there is no schedule? Because I don't really like that. I like to hold myself accountable and I'd like to have a schedule. And I thought, well, how do you do that in a way that isn't committing to like once a week? Maybe you're, you're letting uh, fate or the world decide. And I, I had this fucking horrible, morbid thought of timing it around Portland area police shootings. And he, I don't know why. For me, that's, it's equal parts funny and, and equal parts sad. You know, that really, if you go back and look at the schedule, I've been doing these you know, every four or five Portland police shootings, I'll put out a new podcast. I thought, what the fuck is, what is that? You know, what kind of fucking gross way of, of marking time in your life is that? But further, what kind of fucking horrible place are you living where, number one, you can't really even make a comedy podcast anymore. I mean, I'm not a comedian. I've never been a comedian. I don't even think I'm a particularly funny guy. I think I'm just, I get really worked up about, well, traditionally about really stupid things anymore, though I'm finding what's wrong with all of this is I'm getting worked up about actual important things. And I'm realizing that everything is more important than it's ever been. Because this city is in this place that just, and it's not just the city, you know, to be fair, this is a, a global problem. But I don't live globally. I, you know, in, in a post-COVID era, or I don't even think we're past that. That's a whole other topic I'll get to, but I don't feel like I'm a very global guy, you know? Communication and technology allows us to communicate with people on a global level, sure. Anybody can put one of these out into the world, and people all over the globe can listen to it, and that's great, but my focus still tends to be on the, the, the place I live, the people I love, who are pretty much all here somewhere, and the, the trials and tribulations and the, the daily grind of, of life in this city. And fuck, it's not funny anymore. You know, you, you can't spin 117 degree weather as a funny thing. It's not funny. You know, melting is not funny. Over 100 people admitting themselves to a hospital because they can't tolerate the heat. And in many cases, you know, maybe they're homeless. They can't get out of it. It's not fucking funny anymore. 
and you start looking for things that are funny. You know, I, I would, uh, you know, back in the day, again, I would, I would peruse Oregon Live and try and find really silly news stories. And all I find is, you know, a whole bunch of people the other day, they, they, they walked off their job at the Old Town Voodoo Donuts. Everybody loves fucking Voodoo Donuts. I hate Voodoo Donuts. Fuck Voodoo Donuts. But everybody thinks that's a thing, right? Great. This fucking place is so shitty that they don't even just close up on the fucking hottest day on record and have people go home. People literally have to go, fuck you. I'm out of here. I I'm, I'm dying making fucking novelty pink fucking dick shaped donuts. And is that worth your health is a fucking big black cock donut fucking work worth your health? No, it's not. And yeah, more power to you. And and they're all like, you know, we'll come back on Tuesday when it's a little bit cooler today. I don't know if they went back to their job or not. I just thought, fuck, how do you even spin that as funny? You know, because it's not. And I I look at our forms of entertainment. We have sports. I'm I'm watching this this whole controversial thing with my uh, Portland Trailblazers. They're not my Portland Trailblazers, but I'll just confess. I've only been a fan of the, the Blazers for about a year and a half. Um, I never paid much attention to him. And then once I did, I got it. You know, I, I fully admit I'm a noob, not a noob at basketball. I've always been a basketball fan, but I'm a noob with the Blazers. I've just, you know, I come from a different city and we lost our team and that sucked. And I picked a different team. I went with the Clippers. They were okay. And then I started watching the Blazers and fuck, they won me over, man. What, what a great bunch of guys. And it helps that I am a huge Carmelo Anthony fan, but that aside, watching all this stuff with the, the the coaching job and i thought fuck you know how do you even do that how do you how do you make that funny because it's not you know there's nothing funny about it here's an organization that for whatever reason thinks it's okay we're just gonna hire this this rapist we're gonna hire a rapist to run this team and how do you justify that you have all these fans going after damian lillard going man i used to respect you I'm not going to fucking watch your games anymore. I'm not going to come to them. I'm going to burn my fucking jersey because you told them to hire a rapist. And he didn't. He didn't. Ultimately, somebody else made that decision. But I love the counter argument that this this shithead in question and, and fuck him and fuck his name, right? Like, I, I, why even mention it? To me, I don't think this person should even be acknowledged. He should be a greeter at a Walmart somewhere in the Midwest and fuck him, right? But I I love the counter argument here that, well, but he wasn't convicted. He's not a convicted rapist. He's an alleged rapist. Now, I don't know about you, but I've never been an alleged rapist, so I don't know what that feels like. But I do know one thing. I know one thing. As an alleged rapist, this particular person, I won't call him a gentleman because he's obviously not. He's a fucking dick. He had what they called a settlement with the rape victim. Now, again, I've never been an alleged an alleged rapist. I, I don't intend to anytime soon. But I do know myself enough to know that if, if somebody were to come forward and suggest that I had raped them, and I did not, because I can assure you I, I would not have, I would fight that shit to the bitter end. I would not go, okay, is $750,000 good? Will you go away? Because that's what this is. So to me, that is by default, you, you are, I just want to put this behind me, you know? And, and we all too often, I think in society, we go, you know, people make mistakes. That's not a mistake. That's rape, 
Rape is not a mistake. Rape is a, a very damaging thing to the person that you, that you rape. I, there's no getting around it. And at no point would I personally ever do that. I know myself enough to know that at my age, at this point, I've yet to rape. I'm 100% certain I will not rape. And But if I had, the last thing I'm going to do is pay somebody off. You know, when you pay somebody off, you're basically saying, yes, I did this. If somebody were to say that, you know, suggest that I had raped them, I'm not going to pay them off. Why would I? I would fight it. I would fight it because I know I didn't do it. I know I didn't do it. And I don't really care what the rest of the world thinks. To be quite honest, I care about what I think about me. And if I know I didn't do something, why would I penalize myself for it by paying somebody money. And I don't know how much was paid. I really don't. I am so grossed out by the entire process that this fucking professional sports organization would actually allow this professional sports organization team to hire a fucking rapist because that's what he is. He's not alleged rapist. We can call him an alleged rapist, but I think you've signed your name on the dotted line and said, yes, I raped and therefore I paid money so that I didn't have to go to prison. End of story. And it's not funny. That's not funny. Melting isn't funny. The weather isn't funny. The, the, the sad and sorry state of our city isn't funny. <laughs> Rapey fucking people running sports teams isn't funny. I'm running out of things that are funny. And so I have to question, why do I do this? You know, why do I do this? Or better yet, what is a better thing, a better umbrella it could sit under? Because yes, it's improv, but it, it's, it can't be comedy. Nothing, nothing's funny. You know, if you giggle a little because I said big black dick donut, well, <laughs> that's not me being funny. That's voodoo donuts. But even they're not funny. You know, they're not funny either. There's nothing funny about forcing people to work in a heat wave so that fucking people from out of town can stop by and get a fucking, I don't know, a fucking Captain Crunch donut. That's not funny. What is funny? Do you know what's funny? I'd love to know what people think is funny. It seems to me that we combat everything that we don't like anymore with humor. And is it working? No, no, it's not. It's not working at all. And I'm having, you know, a, a personal sort of almost like a crisis, I, th- I think, with myself that that's, that's as much as I can depend on. That some shit thing happens in politics and, hey, I wonder what SNL is going to do a skit about that. You know, what is the, what is the SNL skit about that going to be? Why do I fucking care? Why would I fucking care? You know, humor is a great thing in that it helps us better understand ourselves. And I think it, it helps us understand each other. Maybe it helps us cope, but it doesn't solve our problems. And I don't know. I'm just finding myself in this very weird place because of that. Because I look at everything and everything that we don't like becomes a fucking meme. And if, if you're a, a liberal-minded person, as I am, it's disheartening to see that the best we can do to fight the powers that be is make fun of things and sling insults and wait for the inevitable Saturday Night Live skit about it. That's bullshit. We could do better. Couldn't we do better? And, and I find, you know, what could I be doing? You know, I, I want to know. I, I really, for myself, for my own sanity, 
I actually want to know what I could do. I need to find that thing. Because right now, a lot of stuff in my life, not to make this wham-wham about me and, and bitchy and moany, but a lot of stuff in my life doesn't really have a whole lot of meaning, to be honest. And it's not that I don't enjoy communicating with people or you know talking to people about stuff through this very occasional podcast, but it's not changing anything. And it's not really making me feel a whole lot better either. If it's making you feel better, that's great. I'd love to know that. In fact, that, you know, if this somehow actually is valuable to you, God, I'd love to know that. But for me, I just feel like, fuck, there's gotta be something more I could be doing. And I don't, I don't want to do something on the level of some blowhard dickhead. You know, I, I, I would never want to be that guy, you know, a, a Lars Larson, if you will. But at the same time, I, you know, my, my talents are few. They, they really are. And I, I'm not even going to say that this is one of them, but what can I do for the rest of my days? that would have some kind of impact, that would have some kind of meaning, that would have some kind of purpose, that could create a better world around me, a sphere of some kind of goodness and positivity, maybe not even that, um, around me that could be contagious in some way. You know, that, that's what I really want to do. And, I, and I, I struggle with that a lot. And I haven't hit on it. I really haven't. I think today I wanted to sit down, I wanted to record this, just purely because that is the frustration. You know, for for so many years, I've done this thing on and off and mostly off, but somewhat on, irregularly. And it's always been about what is that thing that's frustrating me the most? You know, if if I want to live in a common sense world, what are the things that people are doing that absolutely drive my brain up the fucking wall? What are these things? What what is what absurd bullshit is humanity up to at any given time? That's what's really driven all of this for me. Is you know, I I think I'm a fairly normal guy. I really do. And I think most of my friends and family are fairly normal people. But then you see these people who just do the most random, stupid shit, you know, and, and you have to point them out. You have to point at them and laugh. And for years, that's been such a great outlet. And anymore, it's not because, well, those are the people running things now, you know, pointing and laughing at them really didn't work. In fact, it had the opposite impact. You know, when, when somebody as dumb as a fucking monkey can be president for four solid years and only by creating an insurrection and an, and an obvious failed COVID policy, only through those things can they be booted from the White House. Then, you know, then, you know, the idiots run the asylum and they still do. We, we, we have a minor takeover with Uncle Joe in office. But is that forever? No, it's fucking four years. And as I look at my watch and my calendar, not my watch, just the calendar, it's three and a half years now. And then the fight begins anew in less than three and a half years. The, the whole fight starts all over again. And <laughs> it's so stupid when you think about it. It's so absolutely stupid that 
you can divide this nation into 51% one way and 49% the other way. And really, the 51% is just people who I have common decency and common sense. And the 49% are like, well, I hate gay people. I hate black people. I hate fucking homeless people. I, you know, it, it's just hate. And it's very discouraging when you really think about it. And I try not to. But at the same time, fuck, comedy isn't combating that. It's just not. And I don't see a time or a place when it will. And so I find myself wondering, what the fuck could I be doing? What could I be doing? What could you be doing? What could we all be doing? What could we be doing together to make this whole place a better place? Because the whole idea of Portland sucks was, you know, There was a television show called Portlandia. You don't want people coming here. You want them to stay away. You want the Pacific Northwest to retain its indigenous people and have your fancy Pacific Northwest life without fear of people from, I don't know, fucking Kansas coming here. No offense to nice people from Kansas, disclaimer, but you don't want those fucking people here. We don't want you here. We want to keep our identity. We want to keep our values. We want to keep mocking everything that other people don't understand, but we take for granted. And we want to just go about our day. And all of that is unraveling. And it's very, very, very unsettling. So that's it in a nutshell. That's, that's really all I had to say. I'm, I'm living in a improv under the umbrella of comedy world. And I don't feel like I belong here. I don't think anything's funny anymore. At least I don't feel like I'm funny anymore. Maybe I was, I don't know if I was ever funny. I don't really think that was ever a very fair thing to um, aspire to. Not that I did, but it was kind of like, where do you put it? I don't know. I laughed once. Okay, we'll put it under comedy. I'm not talking about fucking travel. I'm not talking about fucking, you know, business marketing. I'm not talking about, it's not a fucking audio drama. That's for sure. Um, But, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a fucked up place. It's a fucked up world. And it's really hot in here now because I turned off the fan that I had going so that this would be reasonably silent, reasonably high quality production here because God knows I paid enough for the fucking equipment just to sit here and not use it because there hasn't been enough police shootings for me to do another episode. Is that morbid? I, it's, it's horribly morbid. I, I feel bad about having ever even thought that, but I thought, man, that's, that's the, that's the fucking Portland I live in now. You know, it's the Portland you live in. Maybe, maybe you don't, maybe you live in Beaverton, but still you're going to come to the city sooner or later. And man, you best hope you're not black because man, that's all they do. Black people, crazy people. They just shoot them. That's all they do. That's what the police here do. I used to always wonder why are black people so mad at the police? You know, you, you, you fucking buy, I, I bought the fucking iced tea body count album, you know? I bought it. I'm, I'll admit it. And I laughed. You know, a lot of it was funny. And as a stupid fucking white kid, when that came out, you don't know what the fuck any of that stuff means. You just buy it and go, <laughs> man, he's anti-establishment. Yeah, fuck the police. I don't know why. Fuck to know why is horrifying. To be living in a city that, you know, fuck, they, they, they pretty much wrote the book on it at this point. Or at least, you know, the reboot of the, the, the movie script. I don't even know if I'm making any sense. It's fucking getting warmer in here by the minute. See, your brain melts, man. It melts. Anywho, that's all for now. 
I'll be back with another one of these things here pretty soon. I, I swear, I promise. If you're listening now, keep listening. If you're listening and you don't like it, don't listen. If you're listening and you want to share it with other people, yeah, I highly encourage that. I mean, why wouldn't I? It's Again, it's not revenue-driven, so it's not like I get anything out of it, but <sighs> the most important part of this production has now been taken care of. I feel more relaxed. Like, like I've written down my thoughts for the day. And now I just close the little clasp on the little diary. I lock it with my little gold key. I hide my little gold key somewhere else. I hide my little diary somewhere else over here. And then I go about my day pretending like none of it ever happened. And it's all just our little secret. 